Find two places in your Bible, if you would. Genesis chapter 1, and then the Gospel of John chapter number 1. Genesis chapter number 1, and the Gospel of John chapter number 1. Boy, I love the music. I love the music around here. I I love the music around here. I'll I'll not get tired of saying it. I'll I'll not get tired of listening to it. I I love the music around here, for sure. Very thankful for the talent that God has given us here at Riverside Baptist Church. Um, But the preaching will always have preeminence. Will always have preeminence. We, we, We don't come to get entertained. We come to hear from God. That's why we're here. Things are shifting in our society where you go to a church service and there's 40 minutes of music and 15 minutes of preaching and you'll not get spiritually strong like that. I'm not trying to be ugly toward anybody. Don't think that. I'm not. But we need the preaching of this book. We need an opportunity to sing songs unto the Lord. Absolutely so. Sing Him praises. But we need the preaching of this book. It changes lives. It does. And so it it will always have the preeminence here at Riverside Baptist Church, at least as long as I'm the pastor here, for sure. I appreciate your willingness to stand for the reading of the Word of God. We're going to read out of Genesis first, and then we're going over to John. We're going to read out of there. Genesis 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Now, John chapter 1. Turn with me over there to the Gospel of John. In chapter number one. <clears throat> and look at verse one there. The Gospel of John. In chapter number one. And verse one. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. I've titled a message for the morning, this morning. The answer has always been the same. The answer has always been the same. From the very beginning. And we're going to. We're going to expound on that just a little bit. Let's pray and we'll get going. Father, one last time before we get into the message, we ask for your help because we need it so badly. Lord, that power that can only come from you, unction, Lord, boldness of the Holy Spirit, and certainly for our humanity, clarity, clarity of thought and of speech that we might bring this message across in such a way that it will be used by you to be a help to folks that are here. 
And then, Lord, if there's someone here that does not know Christ as their personal Savior, that you would convince them and convict them by your Spirit that that's their greatest need this morning, for sure. Lord, might your perfect will be done um, in the preaching of this message and the response. Uh, For we ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing. Please, please do be seated. John chapter 1 and verses 1 through 5 is a, a really a familiar, a familiar passage of Scripture in the Bible. And there's a lot of primary, even primary Sunday school classes that will memorize that passage. Um, there's a lot of theology found in just those five verses. It's really amazing. And I have a bunch of thoughts that I'd like to consider today, but we'll not have time to get to all of them. But, but for one... John chapter 1 is the New Testament version of Genesis chapter 1. The subject of John chapter 1 is the Word. The Word. The Word has two meanings. One is the Word of God, and the other is the God of the Word, or Jesus Christ Himself. So these five verses tell us who Jesus Christ is. He is is God the Word, and He is also called God the Son, And they tell us what he has done. He created all things. Jesus, the son, he created all things, everything that we see. And they tell us why he came to the world. These verses do to give light and life to men. That's why he came. And they tell us what men did with him. It says that men comprehended him not. What does that mean, preacher? They didn't receive what he did. Okay, let's say it this way. They they rejected him. They rejected him then, and they still reject him now. That's the way it is. In the beginning was the Word. Now get this, come on. The Word wasn't made in the beginning. Rather, the Word made the beginning. He was already here. The Word was with God. They were in unity together. God the Father and God the Son. The Word was God, Jesus Christ. The Word is God. He is not lesser. He is not a lesser God than the Father, but He is the same God as the Father is God. We have a triune God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yep. There's a lot to be learned in these verses, like where the world came from. It was created by the Word. We learn that life comes from Him. We're talking about physical life, eternal life. It comes from the Word. We learn what happens when men reject the light. They remain in darkness, even eternally, if they continue to reject the light. And verse 5 is a very interesting verse. It says, And the light, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So we know the light is Jesus Christ. And the darkness is anyone who does not accept Jesus Christ. Darkness, we know this, come on, darkness is the absence of light. Uh, Mankind without Jesus Christ as Savior is in darkness. And the darkness cannot understand nor live in light. Everything he does will be done in darkness and without understanding of whom or the purpose of Jesus Christ. Could Could that explain why our society is so confused and messed up? That men walk in darkness rather than walking in the light? I believe so. Uh, Anytime man rejects light, 
He's going to remain in darkness, which means he'll be operating in total darkness. Uh, I mean, operating without light that is giving by, given by the word. What is sad is that the light shines around the darkness of man, but man does not want light. Well, how come, preacher? Well, John 3.19 says, and this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. That pretty much explains it, doesn't it? Truly, come on, the way that our world is today, the way that mankind is today, they don't like the light because the light reveals their deeds. When I was a kid and I wanted to go fishing, I'd go out around the barn and I'd find an old log or big rock, whatever, turn it over and and get worms for bait. And it never failed when I would turn a log or a rock or an old board or whatever over and the light would shine in on those bugs and other critters that were living underneath that, they would scurry away to try to find a dark place. They didn't like the light. They loved darkness rather than light. And that's really the way that mankind, uh, that, 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 that's the way that w- with mankind that has rejected the light of God. Come on, get your thoughts straight, Marshall. That, that, that really is the way that mankind is, that has rejected the light of God. They don't want light given them. They reject the light. They don't, they don't want that. No, 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 no. They'll run away from the light. Well, why is that? Because their deeds are evil. And they don't want that light to shine on those because it brings conviction. They don't want the light to shine on those because it shows them who they really are. They don't want to have their deeds exposed to the light. They don't want that. Not at all. I believe there are several things that we can see in these two portions of Scripture. John 1 and Genesis 1. We can see the appearance of God. Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning... God. And then in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So God appears. God appears. He had never been heard from before. Well, why is that? Because there was nothing or no one to hear him. Okay, that's real deep, isn't it? Okay, preacher, well, where did God come from? He came from nowhere. Well, why is that? Because there was nowhere for him to come from. Because he always has been. I said, said, God always has been. There wasn't anywhere for him to come from because he's always been there. Um, Our evolutionary society in rejecting creation says there was a big bang. There's this big bang theory out there. Come on, you've heard about it, right? That somewhere along the way, there was this big bang and all of a sudden everything just came into motion and everything was made which wasn't made and all these things. But the big bang theory is an effort to explain what happened at creation. It's an effort to explain what happened. Discoveries in astronomy and, 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 and physics have shown um, beyond a reasonable doubt that our universe did in fact have a beginning. And prior to that moment, there was nothing. And then during and after that moment, there was something. Our universe. So the Big Bang Theory is an effort to explain what happened during and after that moment. But here's what we know. As born-again believers, here's what we know. God is the creator. He's the creator. And it matters not what scientific study might conclude, may conclude. Our text says... In the beginning, God created. 
that's the truth of the matter. Absolutely so. John 1, 3 says, all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Excuse me. So for this to have any validity, listen to me please, for this to have any validity to you and me, we must accept it by faith. Well, how come? Because nobody was there but God. So you and I have to accept it by faith. Listen to the first four words in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Listen to this. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Through faith, we understand. And that's the only way to understand. We understand through faith. We're believing God. We're believing that God is. He made the world from nothing. There was nothing for him to make it from. He spoke and it happened. The heavens and the earth appeared as he spoke. Okay, I'm going to tell you young people that go to public school. You did not come from a monkey. There was not a big bang and all of a sudden this happened. No, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. It was God that did that. Don't buy into that other junk. I said, don't buy into that other junk. Well, I'm telling you, if they tell me, come tell them, talk to me. I'll talk to them. I'm telling you, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. We did not come from monkeys. There was not little, some little protoplasma that floated around for a while and eventually became a bird and a fish and a monkey or whatever the case may be. No! God created the heaven and the earth. Absolutely so. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to those lies. Don't listen to those lies. Don't listen to those lies. But Hebrews 11.3 again says, we understand. That means this, that because of faith in the accuracy, listen, because of faith in the accuracy of the written word and the deity of the creator, we accept the fact that he actually created the heavens and the earth. And it means that we do not allow any entrance or foothold, whether it's theory or man's misconception, to be considered. We don't allow it to be considered. No, 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 no. It is God. Period. It is God. God did it. But without, without, faith in the, without faith in God and without faith in the Word of God, then evolution does have a foothold. But with, but with faith, evolution has no place to hang its hat at all. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke this world into existence. Well, how in the world did he do that? He's God. And he can do whatever he wants to do. Absolutely so. And that's why he could speak to... No, listen to me. That's why he could speak to the angry raging sea and it obeyed him. No, no. Peace. Be still. Come on. To the angry waves and, and the storm that was raging. Peace. Be still. He stood in the boat. I just imagine that the water was like ice. I mean, just not ice, but just come on. The creator just spoke to it. Come on.
come on, it's like all those little droplets of water that made that angry sea said, that's him. You better listen. That's why he could speak to, to, to the dead bodies of people and life would enter again into that body. Because he's the creator and the giver of all life. That's why he can speak to your problems or your dilemma and it will be addressed. It will be addressed. Oh no, absolutely so. When we pray to God, God works. Well, preacher, I'm praying. I don't see him working. Oh, he's working. And the results may take a while because of the stubbornness of the one that he is working on, but he's working. I promise you. No, no, prayer moves the hand of God. And he is the one that can make a difference. Come on, if he created everything that we see, he is the one that can make a difference. He can make a difference in your life, and he can make a difference in the lives of others. We just have to, by faith, trust him. We know this, life originates with God. Verse number four there. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. He didn't just merely make the material worlds, but he also gave life. The Lord did. In him was life. He is the author and he is the author and sustainer of all created natural and spiritual life. The life was the light of men. The word is the light and life of men, absolutely, since every kind of light and life comes from God. But here, John the Apostle means more especially that he who, is, uh, he who is the spiritual life is also the spiritual light of fallen men, those that are dead in their trespasses and sin. Spiritual life. Because it is by making them alive to God that he enlightens them. So that the two gifts of light, listen, the two gifts of life and light always come together there was a time at the age of 27 that I was dead in my trespasses and sin I had no light but the Lord came and by faith I trusted his word and he not only gave me light but he gave me life eternal life and he's the only one that can do that John 1 1 that which was first uh, John 1 1 says this that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we've seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the father and was manifested unto us Psalm 36, 9, for with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. So in him was life. In him. He had life in himself. And, and, and hence is a fountain from whence life flows to man. No, no, death couldn't hold him. Death couldn't hold him because in him is life. And he became the resurrection and the life for us. 
John chapter 11, verse 25 says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I'm thankful that I came to that place in my own life. That by faith I trusted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. But his life has become our light. Again, verse number four there where we read, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the life was the light of men. The life of Jesus is the light of men because from that life we get our spiritual, listen, we get our spiritual intellect and understanding and that life formed and governs the creation around us by which we become enlightened as to the existence and the power of God. Okay, let me say it this way. I never saw things... Before I got saved, I never saw things the way that I started seeing things after I was saved. Oh, come on, everything around me changed. The way I viewed everything changed. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 says it, this, says it like this. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. But being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened I'm here to declare to you this morning that no one will have any argument with the truth of God when they stand before God in judgment no at that time he will come forth in shining light he didn't just make life he is life no, I'm saying all life comes from him. Whether it's human life, animal life, or even vegetation, all life on this planet is from God. All life. And his light overcame darkness. Verse number five there. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And some might say, oh, wait a minute, preacher. Uh, that verse says that... Uh, it says that the darkness uh, comprehended it not? Uh, yes. Well, then, um, then how can light overcome darkness if darkness rejects light? Well, just because darkness doesn't recognize or acknowledge the light of God doesn't change the fact he is still the light of the world. Oh, I'll say that again. Just because darkness does not recognize or acknowledge the light of God doesn't mean the fact that he is still the light of the world. Listen to this scripture, John 8, 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So darkness of mankind um, must make the decision to accept light. They must make the decision to accept it. John 9, 5 says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Oh, no, wait a minute, preacher. Since he is the light of the world, as long as he's in the world, then what happened uh, to that light when he ascended to heaven? I mean, did that light go out? Oh, no, 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 no. Because we, 
that are saved by the grace. We are the light of the light of the world now. Matthew 5.14, ye are the light of the world. A, city's, a city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. So God really has all his bases covered. There has been left, there has been nothing left undone. Light brings salvation to all who believe. The gospel is the light of God that shines on man telling him of the saving power of the word or Jesus Christ. The gospel. The death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus came, born of a virgin, lived a perfect sinless life, but died a vicarious death. What does that mean? He died for you and me. Well, how come? Because we're sinners. And someone had to pay the sin debt. And he came to do that for us. Um, 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says this, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Come on, look up here. Uh, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. <clears throat> the devil has done his work good in our world. Somebody say amen. He's done his work good. With all, this, with, all this, uh, with all this evolutionary education, all these different things. Well, we just came from a blob somewhere. We're no better than the animals. Well, I'm pretty... No, no, it's been taught so much that pretty much everybody acts like animals anymore. I mean, it ain't nothing to kill your baby. If you don't want your baby, just go ahead and just sling it out of the womb. It don't matter. I mean, it ain't nothing but a big blob anyway. Come on. No, 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 no. This is a thought process. Of our, uh, the biggest part of the people around this world isn't it. And might as well just live like an animal, you know, if you want to just, you don't have to. Married, who needs to be married? I mean, good grief. I mean, we can just live together. We can do whatever we want to. We can go out and we can do whatever we want to all the way. No, 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 man. This has become, because of this evolutionary teaching along the way that we're no better than animals, then people have begun to act like animals, haven't they? Yeah. No, it's, it's just a fact. But when we realize that in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth, it's a different story then. But see, men don't like that because they want to live like they want to live. And they don't want to answer to anybody, much less a holy, righteous God that looks at them and points at them and tells them through His Word that what you're doing is wrong and there is a price to pay for that and you will pay that price one of these days if you don't repent of those things and trust Christ as your personal Savior. They don't like to hear that. They don't like it when we take the light of the gospel to them. And tell them that they're a sinner in need of a Savior. I ain't no sinner. I ain't never killed nobody. Come on, how many times have you heard that when you've tried to declare the gospel to someone? Our world's in a mess because people have rejected the light. But the great thing about it, no, 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 the great thing about it is that when they decide to come to a place where they just believe that Jesus Christ is the begotten Son of God and they're willing to turn to Him and trust and put their faith in Him, that then He becomes the light. I mean, in an incredible way. 
and opens up understanding like no one else can open up understanding. No, it, it doesn't matter about the institutions of higher learning. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. You can gain all the knowledge of this world and still die and go to hell. The most important thing that anyone will ever believe while they're alive on this world is that Jesus Christ is the begotten Son of God and that He died for the sin of mankind and rose again and that He ascended to the Father after that and paid the price for the sin of mankind with His own blood. And that's if, no, no, no. And if that we just put our faith in Him, if we just believe that He did that for us, that we are the sinner that's in need of a Savior, that we don't want to, we don't want to suffer eternal punishment, but we want eternal life. And if we will believe that and put our faith and trust in Him, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing how He opens up our understanding and we begin to understand, I didn't come from no little blob somewhere. I, I, my relatives weren't a bunch of monkeys. Oh, no, no. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Absolutely so. And it's amazing how when we get His light, how so many questions are answered. Are answered. I was raised up in the hippie generation. We were nuts. We were crazy. Well, I mean, we were crazy. Absolutely so. And we had it bad. A lot of stuff was fed to us, you know, the big... Anyway, I feel sorry for our young generation Because even though I was raised in a hippie generation, I mean, when I was in grade school, we still prayed. No, no, I, I was living in a world where on Sundays nothing was open because everybody went to church. I mean, no, no, no. The gospel was out there. You heard about Jesus and people believed in God. Even the ones that didn't go to church were moral to some extent. Our young people today have been fed all this garbage, all these lies that they came from some monkey somewhere along the way. And then, and then all the darkness of this world just surrounds them all the time with other schoolmates and, and even in their homes at time. And it comes through the television and certainly much of it through the computer or a smartphone. And all this junk is put into their heads And the darkness doesn't comprehend the light. That's why we're going to continue to have church. That's why we're going to continue to print tracts and get them out there into our society. That's why we're going to continue to support missionaries all around this world. Personally, Riverside Baptist Church personally supports missionaries around this world. We know who they are. They've been to this church. We know that there are people that are going to go out there and they're going to declare the very same thing out of this book that is declared here. That Jesus is the light of this world. That He is the Savior of mankind. And that people that do not know Him will suffer eternal punishment one day. Well, that's not a popular message. No, but it's a very needed message in our time because it's the truth. Everybody is going to spend somewhere for eternity. 
We don't just go back to dirt. We have a soul that's going to live somewhere forever. Either in heaven or in a very real place called hell. There's no in-between. There's no purgatory. There's no place you can be prayed out of. The, the God of this world, speaking of the devil, has blinded the minds of them. Listen. Has blinded the minds of them which believe not. The reason that man does not comprehend the light is because the devil has blinded the minds of mankind. And only by faith can that eye be opened and the light of the gospel shine in. Only by faith. Believing God. Trusting God. Acts chapter 16 verse 31 says, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. People have been blinded and they cannot see the light of the gospel unto salvation. And that's why, listen to me, that is why we who know him must be more faithful to lift him up so he will draw all men to himself. Paul, the apostle Paul's calling was to turn darkness to the light for the Gentiles. Acts 26, 18, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness. Listen, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. The fulfillment of, of Paul's calling brought the same light to you and me here today. The light comes through the light of his word. Through the light of his word. 1 Peter 1.23 Being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible, un- incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. 2 Peter 1.19 We have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. So the Son of God is the light unto salvation. John 1, 7. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, not John the Baptist, but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So today, if you're sitting here in the darkness of sin and you've never seen the light of the gospel, then you need to come. You need to come and let that light give eternal life to you. No, I'm saying to wait is to gamble with your own life. To wait is to say that you'll take chances without the light of the gospel. No, no, no. Don't be foolish thinking you have all the time in the world. You're not even promised tomorrow. But you have been given today. And today is the day of salvation. You've waited long enough. Just go ahead and come to the light. While there's time. And there's some here today that know the light but don't walk in the light. 1 John 1, 5 says, This then is the message which I have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. 
If you're here like that today, why don't you just come this morning and step back into the light? Because he's waiting for you. No, no, no. If we've drifted away, he's just waiting for us to come back. If you're here this morning and you're in darkness, you've never truly trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off another day. From the beginning until now. No, no. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And from the beginning until now, today. The answer is still the same. Jesus saves. And putting our faith and trust in Him, believing what the Word says, brings life. And it brings light. Why refuse it any longer? Why not step into the light? Let's all stand. Would you stand with me? Let's all stand. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. Everyone's standing for a moment. Our heads are bowed. No one looking around. For a moment, please, if you don't mind. Appreciate that. You're here this morning and you say, Preacher, I don't know Jesus Christ as my Savior. I don't fully understand that. I, 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 but I, I know I don't know Jesus Christ as my Savior. I've, I've never been saved. But I know I need to be. I know I do. Brother Marshall, would you just pray for me? Boy, I'd like to do that. You're here like that today. Would you just slip your hand up wherever you're at and, and let me pray for you? Would, you? would you allow me to do that? I'm not going to point you out. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not. That's, that's a decision between you and God. But I'd like to pray for you. I can't get saved for you, but I'd like to pray for you. Preacher? I just don't know that I'm saved. Would you pray for me? Would you, would you allow me to pray for you? Just slip your hand up right there. God bless you, son. I appreciate that. You may put your hand down. I appreciate that very, very much. Others? Preacher, when you pray for them, will you pray for me? Absolutely, I will. Yeah, just slip your hand up wherever you're at. I'll acknowledge it. We'll move on. No, no need to die and go to hell when God has made the way for us. No need for that. Others? Others? You're here today and you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, but you know that you haven't been walking in the light. Would you allow me to pray for you that you draw close to Him this year? Would you allow me to pray for you like that? God bless you. Just stick your hand up. God bless you there. God bless your honesty. Others like that? Yeah, preacher, I know Christ is my Savior. But I haven't been walking in the light like I should. Would you pray for me? Yeah, I'm going to pray. Yeah, right there. God bless you. God bless your honesty. Others, let me pray for you. Would you? Come on, just be honest with yourself, honest with God. Just let me pray for you. Let God have His way in your life, your heart. Ready to step back into the light, are you? Father, we trust You. And truly, we don't have any place else to turn for the answers we need, especially for salvation. And I pray for those in here that raised their hand. I, I pray, dear God, 
that you would convince them and convict them. I pray they'd even come this morning. Let someone take a Bible. Show them. They can, they can get that all settled before they leave this place today. They can get it settled. And Lord, for those that are in darkness, those that have been lied to about you, who you are, or even that you are, I pray for them this morning. I pray, Father, that the light would break through, that, that you would continue to work in their heart and their life, their mind. I pray that you'd send more people to them to talk to them about this. I pray, Lord, that they would believe. They would just believe by faith that in the beginning, you created the heaven and earth. You are the God of everything. Bring them to the saving knowledge of Christ before it's too late. And then for believers that are standing here this morning, but they've not been walking in the light, I appreciate the ones that raised their hand, Lord. You already knew their heart. But you have a way with dealing, uh, you have a way of dealing with us that we might take the steps that we need to be close to you and to walk in the light. And Lord, I don't know their need, but you do. And I pray that even this morning they'd spend a little time with you coming back, stepping into the light. Whatever needs to happen in this place, these next few minutes ahead, Lord, we pray you'd be the author of it. We can't save anyone. You can we can't change anyone's life. You can. Lord, you do what we can't. Bless this time of invitation. Help people to humble themselves and come. Lord, help people to humble themselves and come this morning and spend a little time with you. We pray your perfect will would be done in all of this. Save those that are lost. Help us that are saved. We pray. And we'll thank you for what you do, for we ask it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed, piano's going to play. You need to come this morning. Do you need to come this morning? You need to talk to the Lord this morning. You don't know Christ as your personal Savior. If you'll come this morning, we've got someone that can take you aside and take a Bible, show you how to get that all settled. There's no reason to wait. No reason to put it off for another day. Today's the day of salvation.